Previously on the Adventure Zone. Lucas, our scientific advisor, he, he's found a grand relic. It's the Philosopher's Stone. We're sending you in to detain and extract Lucas for his abuse of confidential information. I found it for my mother, Maureen. Is your mother the robot? Something went wrong. Yeah, okay. okay. Merle Highchurch, you have died 57 times. <laughs> 57 times. Living, Living once. Permit us entry into, into this, this world. world. No. No? You don't want the candies and sweets? Come on, think about it. I tap this. it with a glutton's fork and I swallow it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I look at Legion and I cast Banishment. No! But wait! They already killed the big skeleton thing. What else could be left in this arc? Two skeletons? It's the Adventure Zone! three of you with your your npc uh, associates have uh solved my ghost robot riddle it's time for orange slices and high c everyone gets orange slices and high c um and those it's not the battles that you've won and the puzzles that you saw that are gonna allow you to level up later it's actually the orange slices and high c can I get little Debbies in high C? Yes. <laughs> I'd prefer little Debbies. You know, that's, that's that's such a misnomer because little Debbies, there's hundreds of little Debbies. Are you speaking specifically about the oatmeal cakes? No, just like any kind of... So you say that, you say that, but then you get a fucking pecan roll, and you're like, ah. Oh, I love oh, that Dad are. just embodied Twitter in talking about little Debbies. <laughs> uh, um, excuse me, hold on. Oh, which quick, little Debbies? Quick round, Robin, worst little Debbie minus Star Crunch. Um, yeah, Star uh, Crunch. Star Crunch, you blink and you miss a Star Crunch. That's yeah. going to be Cosmic Brownie. Oh. Is the best? Yeah. Is the best one. Um, oh. So the dust has settled from this big climactic battle after uh, Merle, uh, with a little extra juice from Pan, uh, banished Legion back to the, uh, back to the astral plane. Um, by the way, the mirror that was in the middle of this room is still on top of you, Magnus, which we uh-huh. need to resolve oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. at some mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, we're, we're hopping back in literally just, just after this battle has finished. Um, <sighs> and there's, <sighs> we okay. did it. Uh, Magnus has sex really quick, I guess. Um, <laughs> no, it's on my lungs. The mirror's on. Yucky. It's okay. on my RPG lungs. That makes sense. Um, Noel and, and Carrie actually high five. Um, <laughs> I've got Phantasma. You've got what? It's like asthma, but it's RPG asthma. Phantasma. <laughs> right. All right. Oh. Um, no, I really like that one, Trev. Um, Thank you. I do too. And uh, uh, you, uh, you all almost simultaneously, you hear uh, static coming through your uh, Stones of Far Speech. And the, the static uh, clears up, and you hear a voice through it say, like, Come in, Taco, Merle, Magnus, what's, what's going on? Carrie. Tell, situation report. Have you have you secured Go the philosopher's? Magnus. Have you secured the philosopher's stone? Yes, very secure. What do you? What's going on? We lost contact with you for so long. What's what's the situation? We went through a tunnel. 
A crystal tunnel. I feel like you're goofing on me. All that matters, did you, did, do you, are you in possession of the Philosopher's Stone? Yes. Oh, we are, I, that's putting it mildly. <laughs> it's, it's very, we're in, we're, we've got it on lockdown. We're, in, we're, in, we're not in possession of the Philosopher's Stone, we're in digestion of the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> A kaboom. I guess we'll have to unpack what that means, but is everyone okay? It's is in it, my tummy. Magnus ate it, yeah. And he is gonna have to unpack. I, I, I ate it, I immediately regretted it. I, I consumed it. I imagine you had a good reason for doing nope, so. I, was... I absolutely did not. Uh, is it, you know, heat of the moment. Sometimes you eat a thing and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have eaten you, that. Like a dog, you, get, you know. It's You get a bit in your mind, you think it's going to be a grand slam. You just yeah. don't commit. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad to hear that everyone's safe and that you've accomplished your mission. And and Lucas, is he, uh, have, you, have you detained him? Hmm. Yeah, he's he's not going anywhere fast. Okay, well, bring bring him home and uh, uh, secure the the philosopher's stone and and return it to me as as quick as you possibly can. I'm so I'm so happy to hear that everything went so well. I was worried we, I was worried we were going to have another Fandolin situation on our hands. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, director uh, Lucas is dead. What? Yeah, we won't be able to bring him home. I I wink at the robot mom. Um. She can't wink back because she doesn't have a traditional face, but the light uh, in her tummy kind of flickers very quickly. And she says, uh, how did he How did he die? That's He was killed by some kind of big, scary, skeletal thing that we'll tell you all about. Uh, but apparently he'd been messing not only with the Philosopher's Stone, uh, but with the forces of nature that bind the universes together. Jeez. And there were some people, yeah, yeah. it was real it's messed heavy. up. I mean, and, geez, uh, I mean, jeezy crazy. Yeah, juicy yeah. crust, y'all. It was it was some heavy stuff. Well, but he's super dead, so we won't be able to. But he was blasted to nothingness. He is ash. We we, we do have a robot we'd like to bring back, though. Can we do that? Yeah, um, she's super cool. She's the best. I guess I guess that would be fine. Um, why don't you Why don't you extract who you need to extract, and we'll uh, we'll debrief once you once you return home. Be careful uh, getting getting back here. It's it's a uh, it's pretty snowy outside. Sounds good. You see, uh, you actually see Maureen Bot uh, trying to tend to Lucas's wounds. Uh, if you remember, she did a really she did a critical first aid roll, which actually um, stabilized him. Um, but he's still. I mean, he got lit up by these robo by these robo lasers, um, and her hands are kind of fucked up because she smashed them to turn them into sort of makeshift um, shocky paddles. Those have a name, defibrillators. Um, and she uh, she turns to all of you and says, uh, "I'm terribly sorry, but do do any of you have any medical training? I've I've stabilized my son, but he's in terribly Ooh. poor health." Ooh. Ooh, me, me, I do, I do. Don't you dare, don't you dare say another word until you have a character voice. I, I am, a, I'm quite an accomplished healer. There we go. Well, Whatever. accomplished. Uh... Hold on, I just, I gotta say, I just got fucking swept up in a world of imagination and fantasy, <laughs> and I just want to say how transportive that was. Just to, thank you, thank you, everyone. Uh, it's y- been so good. Yes, if you could please. Do do whatever you can to to help my son, please. Okie doke. Can I talk to you over here while he tends to Lucas? <sighs> yes, yes. I just I want to stay in in eyesight. You know. Understand. Okay. What's cracking? We're not going to take Lucas in, as you heard. I I lied. I protected your son. I, that was the promise I made you when you gave me the stone. I really appreciate that. That was very kind of you. If I 
ever see either one of you again after this. It seems unnecessary. I understand why you would be. I understand why you'd be upset. I pr- listen. I swear, if I knew what was going to happen when I when I began to plot my escape from from the astral plane, I would not have gone through with it. I promise. I did not know when I when I came through. I didn't know that all of the of my fellow prisoners in the eternal stockade were going to come through me i wasn't in my i wasn't in my right mind my mind was destroyed i had no control i don't give myself. two shits can i sidebar with uh uh merle while they're doing their sidebar uh yeah merle is currently probably over uh uh lucas right. helping helping him out okay so why he's doing that uh so i'm confused why do you think magnus decided to help like he made it pretty clear that he was pissed. I, uh, I think he's just that kind of guy. He blows in the wind. He goes back and forth. That's true. That's true. And he's also, you know, trapped under a big mirror, so he's probably feeling a little vulnerable. Yeah, wait, right? yeah. Are you, is oh, this sidebar happening? Sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> this sidebar's like, listen, listen here. If I ever see you again, I'll kill you once I get out from this mirror. <laughs> it kind of, it kind of, you know, d- diminishes the threat a little. Yeah, right? I, I forgot about that. It's not uh, quite oh, as badass God, as you thought it was. Dad has to remember our story because <laughs> in a bad way, huh? When Lean Dad down is your our, like our RPG you. compass. It's a real problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Lucas actually comes to under your healing hands um, and uh, turns towards you and Maureen, Magnus, and says, uh, I'm not sorry at all. He says, Magnus, if you lost somebody important to you, what what wouldn't you do to get them back? Oh, I slipped with the stitches. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Ow. Character voices. I swear to God, come on. I did. I was was character voices. That was not a character. Not. Deborah, repeat repeat the tape, Deborah. I slipped with the stitches. Sorry. Fucking swept away right now. That was the repeat. (laughs) (laughs) A rift opens up in the room. Um, no, no crystal kingdom crinkle tinkles, uh, but a rift opens up in the room and a, uh, a white light, uh, comes through as you've seen it come through many times before. Um, and it lowers itself into a dormant robot that, uh, Carrie and Noel kind of trashed earlier. Uh, it's missing an arm already. It's already been magnisted. Um, <laughs> magnide. It's been magnide, and uh, this Semi. this robot stands up, and uh, it, it's it's all beat to hell. And this robot says, uh, "Okay, okay, okay. Listen, gang, we dealt. I, what is his voice? It was no, co- think, it used to. All be right, Cockney. okay, okay. Oh yeah, it's Cockney. Okay, okay. So we dealt with things over on our end. It's me, by the way, Kravitz." Hi. Yeah, well, we oh. got that. You didn't recognize me probably because I'm not inhabiting some sort of crystal beast, but it's it's me. It's it's Kravitz. Sup? Yeah. Um. That was quick thinking, Merle. You're you're a powerful dwarf. I didn't think that you would have the ability to to banish uh, a being as as dangerous as as the Legion back into the uh, back into the the astral plane. I've got to say, I'm I am genuinely impressed. Still waters, my man. Still waters. <laughs> well, and to be fair, let's give credit where credit's due. He had some help from his god, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> what's a, what, what's a so funny? God, no, Dan. Dan. <laughs> god damn it! What's um, the joke? He uh, he Dan uh, Godinson. He uh, p- 
pulls up. He he waves his he waves his one uh, remaining robotic hand in the air, and that floating book uh, appears once again. Um, and it's floating out in front of him, and uh, a quill appears in his hand, and he starts doing some some scratching around in this book. And he says, "Dear uh, diary, you'll uh, never believe what happened." To dear me. man in the moon, um, dear penthouse forum. <laughs> uh, he says, "Okay, here's the deal. You all saved my bacon. Okay, you saved my bacon. If 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 that thing had come through." And open up the uh, a more permanent portal into the astral plane. That would have been the ball game, basically, um, and it would have looked really bad for me. I mean, it would have been the apocalypse and like the end of both of our worlds. But it would have been bad for me and my career. It would have hurt your quarterly review. Absolutely, it would have yeah, shown up. Yeah, um, we've all been there. So here's the deal: Merle, Magnus, and Taco. Despite the fact that you've died nearly one hundred times. Between the three of you, you've technically I never... I still don't remember that. Yeah, it's it can be tricky dying. Um, technically, you've never checked in to the astral plane, and, and therefore you've never escaped. So I've on that technicality, I've called off your bounty. But I, sw- I swear, if you die again, that is it. No, no more Mr. Nice Death. That's it. Kravitz is, is going to come... A calling. Uh, so are you, should we, when we listen for your voice echoing after us, should we listen for a Cockney voice, a kind of a distinguished gentleman voice? All right. Yeah, I, I jump between the two. Oh, no, the, I jump between the two at will, don't I? The other the other head on your shoulders, Zephon Bebelbrock style, has begun addressing us. <laughs> listen, I can jump between them at will. Check this out. I now got uh, another accent. What's this one even called? I don't know. What's all this then? I think that's still Cockney, but with a mouthful of marbles. I've got to switch between different accents to trick my prey. That's not true. It's just a fun little character trait I've got. You sound like Harry Snapper Organs from Monty Python. Dinsdale. I could also do a bunch of fun Michael Winslow-style sound effects. What's um, that? Now, Lucas... That was a machine gun. Yeah. Ah. Lucas, uh, you've technically never died at all, and I can assume your necromancy days are behind you, so I can call off the dogs on you, too. But, Noel, Maureen, I'm sorry. You're ghosts. You, you have got to come with me back to the astral plane. We've, we've got to take you back. Well, hold oh, this on. This is not going to go over well. Without... I- well, you you first. You first. Without them, we wouldn't have been able to stop Legion and save your ass. I get I totally get that, but Legion was a bunch of escaped ghosts. And that is that's is also what Noel and Maureen if I allow them to go, it could th- it 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 if we allow a little bit of exception to the rules of life and death, then mm-hmm. anybody could take Slippery advantage slopes. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So would you? I, I let me ask you a question. Would you kill somebody whose soul was still in their body? Well, no, of course. Okay. I, well, if okay, under the no, right I circumstances, heard, heard, if it means this. collecting a soul that belongs to the astral plane, then yes, it's it's a. But their souls have found new bodies. Just because they happen to be mechanical doesn't mean that that life is any less valid. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> 
And what if we just changed a couple words rather than if it was when you collected the soul? What do you when? Are you talking about like a like a time limit or something? Yeah, maybe we just negotiate a time. Say mm. we phrase it as they need some time to finish affairs in the earthly realm that they couldn't before they were, you know, killed before their time. So yeah. you need to give them black. I would, I'd, I would, I'd appreciate that. I got some stuff I'd like to. I've got some stuff I'd like to pop off. Um, hey, let us sweeten the pot. If you let them stay uh, on board with us, you can come collect their souls at a later date. And in, resp- in return, w- if you let us keep doing our sinister work, mm-hmm. I can guarantee you a an influx. Okay, yeah. that's not really how this... This we really isn't how lead, it works. Friend. We deal in lead, as my friend has said, and we I know you want these and souls, And these are right? going to be top-notch, mm, mm. delicious this souls. Isn't, right, Sweet. right. Mm. This isn't... Oh, before their time, d- d- delectable. This is not really a... It's not like we're playing... This isn't a Dark Souls game. It's not like Grab a weird... want souls. Mm. He love them. Mm, mm, mm. So, sound good? You give them, say... What, 20 years? Oh my, that's probably longer than you three have got left in you. Um, Where? What? Wait, what? I'm just saying, I just based on your sort of habits, and um, sure, yeah. I'd be willing to. Here's my thing. Here's uh-huh. my thing. I love games and gambling, and I, you know, risks and wits and wages. I, I, I love all that. I know. Um, I saw in Bill and Ted. You went crazy <laughs> on that stuff. Uh, oh, you're familiar. Wonderful. Um, so, if you can sweeten the pot, make something in it, get something in there for me. I'm not so much interested in you uh, just murdering a bunch of fools, um, because that does, you know, nothing for me. But, uh, you know, put something put something in old Kravitz's pocket. Anybody in particular you want snuffed? No, yeah, you... I've got an idea. Okay, hit me. How about a card game? All right. Uh, let me switch to my Cockney card game playing voice. What, uh, what we talking about? We talking about Uno? We talking about Scrapple? How about we just make it simple? High card draw. Okay, this seems like we could be... Unless you're afraid. No, I would... I prefer a nice game of Baccarat over a cigar, but, uh, yeah, all right, let's play high card draw. Let's do it. See, I'm very excited because I have a set of cheating cards. Oh, well, uh, well, let's not use those. No, no, that was Travis saying that. I didn't do it in character voice, Griffin. Okay. <laughs> As the, the, a line we've we've uh, worked so hard to keep clear. <laughs> uh, what do the cheating cards do? No idea. Okay. <laughs> Probably should have looked that up before I engaged in the card game. Were they in fantasy Costco scraps? No, I think I picked them up off a body in, like, the first... Yeah, like, episode two, you did. You picked them up off of the, like, slave trader... Yeah. Hillbillies. Okay, we can use those. How would we resolve cheating a cheating deck of cards? I would say that the best way to go is like... I think bluff check, right? Um, I also have a deck of cards here, and I'd love to do some prop prop work. Um, So maybe we just like all draw one, and that'll be Kravitz's (laughs) cards. Find the lady. Where's the lady? Yes, everywhere. Keep your eye on the lady. Here's what we'll do. I'll draw one for Kravitz, okay? And then we'll draw one for you, Magnus. And then if it doesn't, if it beats it, you win. If it doesn't beat it, you make a deception check or a sleight of hand check, either one. Um, 
And you, if you're successful, you can go again ad, ad infinitum. Got it. Uh, that's a nine of clubs. And that's a five of clubs for you. So why don't you make a, whichever one you want, and we'll say you beat a DC 13. Okay, that was a 14. Slide of hand, 12 plus 2. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. There it is, Jack of Diamonds. Uh, okay, yeah. All right, that felt like maybe a little anticlimactic. Maybe we should go best 2 out of 3. What do you say? We could also arm wrestle. I mean, I, we didn't sort of establish a wager for me what I would get out of that, but uh, I was just going to sort of collect all of your souls if you'd lost. But, um, oh, tits. But you know you did good. You did great. Uh, you know, I wanted to let you have this anyway. You, you three have, uh, you three have done a lot of great work tonight. Let's just uh, those rules of nature are there for a reason. So let's just stop running afoul of them uh, as, as if this was all just sort of fun, funzy you, fun, make believe. What do you say? You got it. Um, he uh, starts to uh, uh, walk back uh, towards the rift that he has open up, um, uh, and he. Uh, he says, uh, well, it's been real, and it's been fun, and it's been real fun, but uh, uh, I'm going to head back to the other side. Maureen Bot uh, stands up uh, from... You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say that Maureen Bot uh, helped you get out from under the mirror, because this is getting fucking ridiculous. Yeah. No, they, no, no. I was having too much fun envisioning Travis doing all this stuff while under the mirror. <laughs> You did you did that whole card trick thing using the mirror on top of you as a makeshift card table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shuffle up and deal. Where's the lady? Find the lady. She's um, on my tummy. Uh Maureen uh walks towards him and says, uh, Lucas, I'm I'm so sorry. I know you did so much to help me out, but I I can't stay. I can't stay. I have to, I have to go back. I I when I entered the Cosmoscope, I saw something I should not have seen, and it killed me, and it destroyed my mind, and I lost myself, and my, my willpower was taken from me, and the only way I was able to recover and, and fight off the spirits that inhabited me in, in that crystal stalactite was to partition what I saw in the Cosmoscope to, to this conduit's internal memory. But as long as I'm here, I'm in danger of remembering, and I I can't lose control like that again. I won't. Um, and she walks over to uh, to you, Taco, and Merle, um, and says, uh, "Please, whatever whatever punishments you require for Lucas, I understand. But please promise me, do whatever you can. Just keep him safe, please." Team meeting. Can I have a quick team meeting? Quick team meeting. I'm making a dramatic exit, but as long as it's quick, yeah, sure. I stitched the word dickhead in nice. his body. Just so you guys know. Shh. Cool. So we get our revenge in secret. Yeah, that Shh. pretty much makes up for it. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to kill us and everything. Um, okay. <clears throat> can you can you promise me that you'll keep my son safe and not stitch the word dickhead into his body? You no, got it. No. Can't promise. Um, she walks over to Lucas and sort of kneels down over him. And Lucas looks, like, really upset, but he's not really saying anything. He kind of seems like he's in shock a little bit. Um, and she says, uh, I, I know this seems unfair, but it's really not that bad over there. Um, as, as, as dour as this sounds, we'll see each other again someday. Um, and then she, she leans in close and whispers something to him. 
Um, and then the light pops out of her conduit and floats over uh, to the robot that Kravitz is in, and the light pops out of his conduit. Um, and Kravitz. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tell Julia I said I love her. All, all right. There's a lot of Julias over there, but never mind. I, I'm kidding. I know who you're talking about. Thank you. All right, Maureen, you ready to go? She says, uh, yes, I'll see you later. And disappears through the rift. And he goes through the portal wait, as well, and it wait, closes up. Wait, wait. Oh. He you were going to ask about Elvis. A rift, yeah, I was. A rift, I was o- ask about Elvis. A rift opens about back Elvis. up. A rift opens back up, and he pops out. He goes, what? Sorry, what? Uh, how's Elvis? Mm, still alive. The mystery continues. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Dad had a fish named Elvis. Did he? Didn't we have a fish that like got froze over in real life? No, no that was that Bob, was Bob Shuby. Shuby. Oh, Bob yeah. Shuby got frozen in real life and came back to came life. Back to life and was and grew so large that we had to let him go in Four Pole Creek. Is that true? Oh. Yes, it's true. Oh wait a minute! You flushed him, didn't you? You son of a bitch! That you was were too f- ten- you were too tender and gentle. Son of a bitch. Justin, I thought until just You were only a sophomore in college. You couldn't have handled that. That's why he had to let him go to the creek because he was so big. Well, that also I thought just, that was true. Well, guys, let me How just could you? let's just dial this in real quick because that would also definitely still kill him. That's fair. It was not a very clean yeah, creek. That's true. It was it's a bad creek. I mean, it's still not a very good creek. Elvis was a Pacostuma, one of those scum suckers, wasn't he? Lucas stands up, um, still not really saying anything. Um, and walks over to a console and punches in some buttons. And you feel the lab around you start to uh, come back to life. Um, and Noel actually walks over to... Uh, Magnus, are you out from under the mirror? Let's say I, this is the time where Noel comes over and with her four robot arms... Uh, we're cool on crystals, right? Cranks the it crystal up. and menace is like... Oh, yeah, it's done. Stu- it stopped. Maureen was the one in control of that, and she Justin, is the crystal and menace it. like a propaganda poster about some far-off country? <laughs> Uh, we must stop no, the crystalline menace. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, so Noel helps you out, Magnus, and says, uh, "Magnus, I really appreciate you going to bat for me there. That was um, that was real brave. That was real brave of you. Real sweet. Anytime. God, the ladies love. It was you. my. I mean, and yeah. and Taco and Merle and and Carrie, all of you. I you you all <laughs> yeah. did great tonight. Um, she she lifts the mirror up off you and pulls you out." Um, oh, thanks. That was crushing my wiener. <laughs> you really broke the tension. I appreciate that, Magnus. Um, Lucas says, uh, all right, I've, I stabilized the lab. The The exterior hall is reverted back from its crystallization, so the weight differentials is, is, is able to be supported by the core, but most of the interior systems have been compromised, so um, I don't really have an escape route, but I think I, can, I, think I have another way out. Uh, and he presses a few more buttons on the console, and th- and through the wall of this lab chamber, like the Kool Aid Man, a familiar face appears. Oh yeah! One with a a glowing red clown nose and uh, a terrifying facial features, perched on some elevator doors. Mister Upsy. And he goes, "Looks like everyone came out of this scrape safe and sound. It's a Candle Nights miracle." <laughs> oh yeah, this was still wondering. happening at Candle Nights, wasn't it? Yep. <laughs> By the way, I rescued your orc friend and that big family of dogs. <laughs> uh, and Carrie goes, "Oh, you got Killian out. Oh, thank God! I was so worried." Uh, yeah, me too. Me yeah. three. Well, you know the drill. Climb in my belly. 
and oh. uh, his doors open up. <sighs> as his as his, so. as his elevator door face opens up, there's actually like some like strings of of goo that separate. Uh, uh, as as he opens up some, some sort of elevator uh, slime uh, that sort of falls to the ground. Oh, God. God, I don't, got, I don't got all day! Magnus gets all on. Right. Yeah, I get on. Oh, God. Uh, all of you pop in. You three, Carrie and, uh, and Noel. Lucas starts to walk toward the elevator um, and then turns and walks over to Maureen's uh, disabled conduit and and takes a small screwdriver um, out of his uh, out of his coat and uh, pops out the uh, central fuse that she had in her conduit and uh, it kind of looks like a like a, a small lantern um, now that he's sort of just holding it free from the robot Lucas takes this lantern and walks over and uh, 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 hands it holds it out in your guy's direction and says um, uh, well, well, I know I, I know I fucked you guys over tonight, and I'm probably never gonna be able to make that up to you. Um, but whatever my, whatever my mom saw in the cosmoscope, I don't, I don't, I don't want to know what it was. And if if what she said is true, it's somewhere in here. Um. I want you guys to take this and keep it safe. Um, and I'm going to, I guess I'm going to make myself scarce. Before you go. Yeah. Listen, take care of those stitches. <laughs> you know, so they'll heal right. I, yeah, I have medical training, so I'll be able to, you oh, know, good, yeah. take care of them. Lucas, go out and do good. Okay, I'll, I'm going to do my best. I promise. You'll never see me again. But if you do, I'll I'll be doing good and don't kill me instantly. We'll I'll see. try to stay away from you, but I don't know. Like we should we should like no match promises. Up, let's match up our schedules just to make sure that we don't. You know, I'll go put to the you same. on a Google Calendar and we'll try to figure it out. But no promises. That okay? sounds good. I'll Skype okay. you. I'll Skype. I'll Skype you. No, don't do that. We don't have very good reception on the moon. Uh, uh, Upsy's face closes. And digestion um, begins. The digestive process begins. Hold on. I'm really going to take my time with this part. Um, and uh, uh, you can actually see through Mr. Upsy's eyes as he uh, he's not like on a wire. He's basically straight up wonking on some shit uh, as he flies backwards out of the hole that he made in the wall and out of the lab. Um, which you see sort of getting smaller and smaller as you uh, your party inside of Mr. Upsy uh, sails through a, uh, a, a snowy sky uh, led by Upsy's bright red nose um, and back up into the hole in the moon. This is Griffin McElroy, your Dungeon Master and your Fungeon Master. Now, what's a Fungeon Master? I hear you asking. It means I am I do like corporate retreats. Thanks for listening to the Adventure Zone episode thirty nine, the final chapter. And I swear, I mean it this time. 
of the Crystal Kingdom story arc. I know I've been beating that drum for a while, uh, but it felt weird for it to just be like, hey, here's a big final boss fight. Anyway, it's immediately on to the next thing. Um, we're going to do a lunar interlude next week, and then it's or not next week, two weeks from now, and then it's on to the, uh, onto the new campaign arc. I'm really excited to get to it. I want to thank everybody who's been tweeting about the show using the hashtag TheZoneCast. Uh, we're going to do kind of a different lunar interlude for the next episode, which I'm very excited to get to. Um, and then uh, uh, after that, uh, we're going to start a new story arc. There's going to be lots of new characters, lots of opportunities to be named after one of those characters. Sorry, no, wait, flip it. You're not gonna, like you're not going to name yourself Taco. That doesn't make any sense. But we'll name the characters after you. Just tweet about the show using the hashtag #TheZoneCast. And uh, if I see your name and it sounds like something that would match up with a character I have designed, then you'll end up as that character. Easy, easy peasy, um, lemon squeezy. Also, thanks for telling the, the your friends about the show. Uh, we don't we don't pay to advertise for the Adventure Zone literally at all. Um, your word of mouth is all that we have to go on. So if you have a friend who's kind of a geek that you think would enjoy the show, or not a geek, we don't want a geek shame, uh, then uh, tell them about the Adventure Zone. We sure do appreciate it. You can also help us out by leaving a review on iTunes and subscribing, but you know all that shit. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with 
reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code adventure to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago. We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Let's read some personal messages. If you want to get a message on the show, just go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. And you can find out how to do it uh, there. Got a bunch on this episode, so let's dig in. I uh, got a message here for Kira, and it's uh, I'm specifically told it's pronounced like the female Gelfling's name in the Dark Crystal and or Kira Knightley. Uh, and that helpful tip was sent in by Kira's mom, who says, Happy 13th birthday to the most brilliant, gorgeous, talented, snarky, geekling, and junior delicate flower a mother geek could ever hope to spawn. I love that we can enjoy so many fandoms and shows together, including the Adventure Zone. Remember, when all else fails, Akio giant piece of plywood. Love you bunches. Uh, this is, I don't have anything funny to say. This is a very, very sweet message, and this sounds like a pretty ballin' family unit. Sorry that the show has so many, just like uh, what I would call hyper-mature themes. Got another message here. This one's for Steven the Crazy Bot, and it's from Garrett the Night Shift Knight, who says, Hey, homie, happy birthday. Man, we've been on so many crazy-ass adventures, huh? Let's hope sometime this year we can actually try playing D&D ourselves, and if not... More Adventure Zone adventures to adventure the adventure. Adventure. DM, Steven's character, is a ranger, and the role is an eight. What does he get from the Fantasy Gashapon? I don't have a Fantasy Gashapon loot table designed for a ranger, but I'm going to say a nice gray hat. A ni- Just a hat that looks real nice. Our next message is for Caverin White, a Templar, and it's from Northern, a dungeon master who says in a fiction that I desperately want to know more about, Tristan, synthetic, as you move into this next season of your life with the wonderful partner you found, I want to congratulate you and wish you the best. May you two grow deeper and greater together. If you change your mind, we can still live the dream we once held, so meet me with Vixie at the OPH off Bass Lake on Sunday, or potentially Bass Lake. I'm assuming all of that was in fiction, and now I kind of actually want to know more about Bass Lake. Is this like some sort of dubstep fantasy world? Because if so, hold on, let me just delete the rest of the campaign notes I have for the Adventure Zone. Okay, and they're gone. 
And uh, I'm going to chase that bliss. I'm going to chase that dubstep fantasy setting. And one last message uh, for this episode. It is for the Dread Pirate Ian. And it's from Katie, who says, To my dashing rogue, I can't believe it's been four years since we had that epic sword fight and then got married. What a crazy day. Since then, it's been nothing but adventure and quoting Magic Brian, and I wouldn't have it any other way. You're the Elon to my Haley, the Merle to my Vines. Yuck. And I'm settling this once and for all. I love you more. I think that's evidenced by the fact that you got up on this show um, before the Dread Pirate Ian. Um, so, yeah. In my, in, by my metric, my, my judging, you crushed it. Go check out the other shows on the Maximum Fun Network. There's a bunch of really great uh, all-totally-free programs on there. Uh, how about the newcomer, the Beef and Dairy Network? It has become my number one source for all kinds of news, any kind of news that I could ever hope for um, regarding steak and milk and how to like feed cows and take care of them properly. I've learned a lot from it. Again, the Beef and Dairy Network on MaximumFun.org. It's essential. Um, if you want to hear us do other podcasts, we have a whole fleet of them. You can find them at McElroyShows.com. Uh, I've got one that I do with my wife called Rose Buddies, where we talk about The Bachelor. Uh, another one that I do for Polygon called Cool Games Inc., where we design cool video games. Justin has one that he does with his wife, Sydney, called Sawbones, which is a medical history show. Travis has a whole bunch of shows, uh, including Interrobang and Schmanners, a show he does with his wife, Teresa, uh, about the history and proper execution of manners. Uh, they're all great, and they are all at McElroyShows.com. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we're going to get back right into the episode now. Uh, the next episode of The Adventure Zone will be up on Thursday, May 19th. Uh, again, like I said, it'll be a lunar interlude. Uh, we're going to do our usual character management stuff as well as some new storytelling stuff that we haven't really tried before. Um, we did do Fantasy Costco, but we already recorded that bit already. So uh, hold on to your item submissions until the next time that they uh, they return to the shop. Um and uh yeah, until then, until May nineteenth, uh hang 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 in there? Yeah, hang in there. So you've uh, you've returned to the Bureau of Balance headquarters, uh, and uh, uh, as the doors uh, of Upsy open, you see uh, it's actually not as thoroughly staffed as the the Bureau HQ usually is. It's because it's very late at night at this point. Uh, we'll say it's probably around like probably around like four in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, still candle nights. You you began this adventure. Uh, like early evening in candle nights and and just made it through. Although I'm pretty sure the timing on that doesn't work out based on the arbitrary time limits that I kept setting throughout the, well, whatever. Um, and uh, you, you are met with uh, applause. It's not as fervent as it usually is. Cause again, people are pretty drowsy. Um, but people are, you, you, you are uh, welcomed warmly by adoring fans. Um, as you step out of this weird living elevator and uh, start to walk towards the main hall. Um, and as, as you approach the main hall and you walk across the quad, um, which is protected by some sort of barrier from the blizzard around you, um, you see a large shape wearing a null suit charging at all of you uh, from, from the main hall. 
Um, and as this shape gets closer, you realize it's actually Killian who uh, who rushes in and and swoops up Carrie in a, a big old spinning hug. And she says, uh, you good? And Carrie says, Psh, yeah. And uh, Killian looks at the rest of you guys and says, uh, all right, are y'all good? Yeah. 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 I mean, pretty yeah, good. Come, no, come all things considered. I've been better. How's the arm, Merle? Mm, thorny. <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> but like in Not. a good way. Um, uh, all of you, Noel, Carrie, Killian, and the three of you are uh, uh, have made it to the main hall, and you are standing in front of the director. This is the room where uh, one of the uh, walls sort of opens up to a massive window into the chamber where the relics have been destroyed. Um, it is it is really late. Um, some some groggy looking staff have assembled to help sort of conduct the destruction of the philosopher's stone. Uh, uh, Davenport is in the room by the director's chair. Uh, Angus is is off in a corner somewhere, uh, basically half asleep. But he gives you guys a big thumbs up and a big a big cheesy grin. I Angus, I give Angus a thumbs down, <laughs> <laughs> and I go. <laughs> I do the thing where you put your hands together and then you put two fingers through and you twist them around and then you wiggle the two fingers. He looks amazed. Wow. (laughs) Oh my, he runs up to you, Matt. Oh my God, sir. Have you become, have you been learning wizardly magics? I take his nose. Oh my God. Why doesn't it hurt? I cast, uh, I cast, uh, uh, prestidigitation to make it look like his nose isn't there. Oh, good. Um, wow. all, all of his, and even all Magnus of, is surprised. His, his childlike wonderment uh, turns to uh, absolute terror uh, as he goes. Uh, no, please give it back! Give it back! I, I need it. that to smell. Mm. Mm. God, you and your eating. Hey, oh no! Hey, Ang- <laughs> hey Angus, uh, do you know how you're gonna smell now? No. Terrible! How could you? Chiming. I was just chiming. Um, he reaches up and touches that as it feels his nose is still there and goes, uh, Wow, okay, that was kind of a dark one. It's um, <laughs> kind of messed up. And uh, he says, Good job, by the way. I, I'm really proud of you guys. And walks back to the, the corner he was standing in. Couldn't um, have done it without you, Dangus. Uh, the director, who also looks pretty tired, um, uh, uh, let's let's just assume that you kind of debrief her on what happened there, because I don't think anybody wants to hear a thorough rehashing of the last We've eleven episodes all of the Adventures of Bluff checks and deception yeah. checks. Uh, yeah, are we are we telling her the truth? Uh, okay, we I guess we can play this out. Um, are you? I, I guess if you do want to bluff about, uh, let's just skip ahead to that part uh, to the to the final encounter, and she uh, says. Uh, uh, so tell me exactly how how did Lucas die? Are you are you certain that he is gone? He was uh, he was trying to stop the terror he created, um, but it turned on him. He was blasted by some kind of spectral energy blast. We're not sure, um, and it it blew him away. He he was he's sending- no longer with us. And uh. uh- also, his mother was in a robot, and she yeah, took that, that. she took she took him. Mm. What is that? What do you mean she took him? It's very, very sweet. I'm trying to use appropriate language. Okay, <laughs> she took him, like took him. She took, took him. his body, his remains. 
Yeah. That's that's very unfortunate. Lucas was yeah. Lucas was instrumental in the creation of the Bureau of Balance and to think that he could be turned by a grand relic is very disheartening. Um There were a lot of other factors. Hopefully he can find some some rest in the astral plane. Um, I rolled a sixteen, by the way, plus one. On your bluff check? <laughs> yeah, deception oh. check. On what? Deception check. There's no bluff in fifth edition. Oh, weird. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that'll be sufficient. I was going to make one of you guys roll it, so that's that's fine. Um, and I didn't lie, so. And you did not lie. Yes, you're very careful. Um, uh, okay. Uh, and she uh, she now she walks over to Noel and addresses her and says, uh, "I've heard uh, a lot about you through their stones of far speech. Rather, I I should say I I heard you." Um, more, more specifically, I heard you kill a bunch of ghost-filled robots. And Noel says, uh, yeah, that was me. Uh, did a point of order, did, does, uh, is, is no, like, when she was just talking to us about, like, the Bureau of Balance and Lucas's import to it, uh, was Noel hearing that? Is she just getting a lot of static? Or, like, is there a way to get her, like, will the, will the Voidfish's acre still, like, work on her? Um, I mean, you could ask her. Ask, I guess I could... Hey, Noel, um, have you been hearing any, like, weird static? No, what do you mean? Cool. <laughs> uh, and the director says, uh, I had the same suspicion, Taco. Um, Noel, I'm the director of the Bureau of Balance. We're an organization dedicated to the collection and destruction of the grand relics, like the one that destroyed the Miller's laboratory earlier tonight and killed you in Fandolin some months back. Now, please, this will sound weird, but please repeat the name of our organization. And Noel says, uh, oh, the Bureau of Balance? And the director looks at the three of you. What? And she says, uh, any, anyone else see a, a problem with this? Well, she- I do worry if... Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I, I do see one problem, is, is that... Um, if souls are going to keep coming back over from that side, that's something we're going to have to be aware of because it seems like once you've slipped past this plane and uh, uh, returned to it, you, you've maybe freed yourself from the void fish's magics. I had that, the same. Oh I had a, shit! I had a similar suspicion when I, I I could hear you all through your stones of far speech. I lost contact with you once you went to the lower levels, but I, I heard you uh, fighting with what sounded like magic Brian. And Magic Brian, the, his his two accomplices knew who he was, which they should not have been able to do if they were not inoculated. Magic Brian's been erased. It, it seems like the undead, or, or I should say the living dead, are immune to the Void Fish's powers. Director, is it possible the red the red cloak people are extra planar, are undead spirits? I I don't have enough to go on right now but i'm it's i'm fairly certain that might be the case because i tried to give one a whopping of chopping and i couldn't get at it which makes me think maybe it's like a ghost thing um let's debrief about that later she says cool kind of cool, cool, cool. got um, it i've oh, got wait. another problem what's I that? got a bigger problem yes our initials are bob <laughs> yeah that doesn't that doesn't bother anybody um, we're the agents of Bob? It, well, we used to be the Bureau of Outstanding Balance. And that was, that's just a non-starter. 
she says. Boob. Um, yes, boob. Um, Carrie says, uh, okay, so Noel already knows what we're up to here. Why don't we put her to work? Like, I think Noel would make a pretty ballin' regulator, and now that Boyland is gone, God rest his sweet soul, um, me and Killian could use a replacement for our trio. And Killian says, hell yes, I love this plan. Me and Carrie and a robot ghost with a gun arm, fuck yeah, that's awesome. Sounds like a spinoff. That's, that sounds like, yeah, that's some Torchwood <laughs> shit, I'm into that. And Noel says, uh, well, if I can stop more stuff like this from happening, I'd be happy to... To join up. And director says, uh, well, by my count, you killed about a, a dozen ghost bots tonight, so I think we can skip the formalities of the the rites of initiation. Uh, you boys remember that, right? You had uh, no problem at all yeah. taking care of those ogres. Well, uh, Noel, con- congratulations. I guess we'll figure out a, a way to put a bracer on that later, um, just for more sort of a press and more pressing issue that we should try and get into right now is Magnus. Um, hey, man! Is that what you're going to say? Were you going to say payment? Payment will be delivered uh, Uh upon receipt. Sweet, sweet lucre. Upon the receipt of the rock that is currently working its way through Magnus' digest. I'm going to need some magical prunes. I cast zone of stool softener. Uh, She says, we don't have that kind of time. I I don't want you to be constantly subject to the the temptation and the thrall of the Philosopher's Stone for the next 36 hours or however. It's going to, you can't just poop out a rock. She says, I've done a lot of, I've done a lot of research. I've Um, pooped out a lot of things. Um, we need to figure out a way to get that rock out of you right now, she says. I, I could, uh, puke it? That would take some real doing. Uh, oh, I, um... I think I need to do surgery. Oh, no. Yeah, let me no. help out my good friend who helped me out with my hand. Let just, me help out I just my start buddy. sticking my fingers down my throat. Ah, I'm good. Uh, <clears throat> Come here, lay down. Boy, this is a real horror show. Just give me a second. <laughs> um, that rock has, that you ate that rock about uh, 45 minutes ago. Um, <laughs> so it's like, it's like down there. It's not, it's, it, yeah, that doesn't seem to be working. I don't have That's a, right. sol- I, Magnus I, starts punching himself in the stomach. <laughs> that works. That's fine. I don't have a solution in mind for how you guys are going to do this. Um, I want you to really explore the space. Okay. Um, do you have any transportation magic? Do I have any transport? I I don't. I can see what Leon has. Um, yeah, get Leon. What's Pringles doing? Pringles has been imprisoned for several months, uh-huh. and the fact that you have forgotten that makes you think that maybe he wasn't so important to you. To no, he's fa- I meant like, what's he doing as far as like magic these days? N- none. He's in. He's in the in the the pokey. Gotcha. 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 I think we should see what our cleric can uh, can cook up. Oh, this definitely God. seems like his his area. Um, it would uh, be kind of what I do. I have a suggestion, actually. Let's hear it. Okay. I have a spell called Stone Shape. <laughs> where uh-huh. I can influence the shape of a stone... Uh, to change it and alter it. And perhaps if I change the shape of this stone inside of him, 
it, um, you know, might come out a little easier. Might have an easier egress. Okay. Um, I'm thinking something with hooks. Jeez. And a big bulbous. No, sorry. I mean, not. I could change the shape of the stone inside of him so he can pass it easier. Now, I do want to remind you, I, I chopped off your hand and saved your damn life. It's not like I did oh. it out of malice. I'm trying to save you so you don't really? have parents Because your tone of voice does not convey that at all, Merle. <laughs> I'm listening to you with really? my ears. If possible, I would love to avoid a, a shitting-based solution. Uh, a, because I don't want to know what exists beyond the explicit tag in iTunes. <laughs> I don't, like, is there a fucking NC-17 rating? I don't want to, I don't think I want to be a part of that. But also, I would also hey. not like this scene to drag on as long as a, a human being's digestive cycle. Wait a minute, no, 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 wait a minute, I got it, I got it. We can work together on this, you and me. Okay. See, Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay, so, okay. I have a spell called Stone Skin. <laughs> okay, okay. So, here's what I'm suggesting. Instead of changing the shape of the stone, okay. let's change the shape of the Magnus. Oh, so we're looking elementary canal. Exactly. Elementary, just, my dear Watson. We'll just, okay, here we go. Okay, so... I'm going to cast Stone Skin. Is this where we can do like a propeller cutaway and then it comes back and it's done and everything went great? (laughs) I'm casting a Stone Skin on Magnus. Okay. Magnus, you going to lie down for this or? Knock me the fuck out. (laughs) Uh, I cast Sleep on Magnus. Okay. I got spell slots to burn here. I uh, uh, cast Sleep on Magnus. Magnus is out. And I'll cast Stone Skin on Magnus to make his skin into stone. Okay, Magnus, your skin is stone, but you are asleep. I'm dreaming of large women. Go on. <laughs> All right, so you now you have stone. I have stone shape. I just have to decide what shape. Like a tube. Come on, man. Shh. I'm, I'm asleep. You're going to turn him into a man tube? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to just turn him into a bag or a hey. shelf with the rock no. sitting on it. It would pass a lot easier if it were like a spiral, a fun spiral, like a, like a screw thing. kind of coil kind of thing, like a fun Hong spiral. Hong Shu, please just do it and get it done. Hong Shu, <laughs> okay, that's what I go with. I go with the sp- the spiral. <laughs> it falls out. Okay, hold on. I need to, because I imagine I'm not the only person having a hard time visualizing what literally just happened to Magnus's human body. I think that is saying he changed this, the bottom half of his body from uh, waist to toes into a large stone, fun stone spiral. Yeah. Like that a the water rock slide. Could, like a fun water slide that the rock could just harmlessly slide down. You know, like those bubblegum machines? You know, and they go down the little pass, and they... So you turned the bottom half, just making sure I got this, because people are going to draw fan art of this, and it's going to be fucked. Um, I'll turn it back. You turn the bottom half of his body, you turn him into, like, springy, the spring sprite, and waited for the stone to just kind of tumble out of his butt tube that you've created. Yep, yep, (laughs) yep, Yep. that sounds good. 
Dungeons and Dragons is a great game. It's a very good game. <laughs> you don't get this shit in shoots and ladders, that's for sure. You do actually, you explicitly get this in shoots and ladders. Actually yeah. true. Yeah. You do get the. I mean, we're we're playing. I would say generously fast and loose. Um, uh, some of the five E we've may have moved. We have given everybody a sneak preview of six E. Six editions, <laughs> mostly scat magic. Okay, um, the philosopher's stone uh, comes tumbling out of Magnus's supine form. Um, and pu like a stinkeroo, like a child on a marquee water slide at Schlitterbahn, uh, and tumbles and rolls across the floor. Uh, and, and to make it even worse, we videoed the entire thing. Absolutely, you did. Um, and uh, uh, you kind of get a better chance to look at it now that you're not also fighting a big uh, ghost monster. Uh, and it just looks like a plain-looking rock. It's it's light brown. Uh, it's got smooth <laughs> edges. It's uh, <laughs> Okay, I just changed it. It's light gray. Uh, it's got smooth edges. It looks like a little nugget of poop. No, it's an it's a it's a pretty again. We're teetering on the NC seventeen rating. Uh, it is uh, it's an innocuous looking object, uh, but you can't help but feel a sense of unease just just being around the philosopher's stone. <laughs> no, no Am shit. I still a sleeping Slinky? Yeah. Uh, can somebody please unslinky him? Because it's getting oh, yeah. it's it's yeah. goofy um make a lick a high make a high knee hole. okay he is he is back in human form but still stony still, i guess he's still a stone okay cool next hour, so um doesn't limit his movement uh so yeah you get this sense of unease being around the philosopher's stone it's it's giving off an energy like you know when you used to like lick a double a battery and you'd feel like uncomfortable that's what mm-hmm. that's what it's like it's like it's an it's an it's giving off an uncomfortably energetic aura uh, we're ready for you to summon Davenport. Uh, Davenport's actually standing right there, and he says, uh, Davenport, Davenport! Feel free Great. to destroy oh, you... my stone baby. Carrie actually starts to walk towards the Philosopher's Stone. Uh, and she seems, like, out of it. Like, she oh. she just starts, like, uh, uh, reaching out towards it, like, with a hand outstretched, right. uh, and starts, starts walking towards it. I use the handle of the Umbra Staff to uh knock it over to Davenport. Okay, you give it the old knuckle puck? Yeah, the uh, old knuckle puck. Okay, as 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 you knock it towards Davenport, uh he actually catches it perfectly. Uh and uh Carrie like Carrie like falls forward to her knees as, as like she was like a, about to jump on it uh, and she falls forward and like shakes her head and looks up at you guys and is like, "What well, just Oh man. It's a thrall, I know. Yeah, right? that was that could have been really yeah. bad. Thank. Try sucks. having it in your tummy. Thanks. That would have been that would have been super duper bad. Yeah. And everyone everyone agrees that would have been super bad. Does everyone yeah, agree? Yeah. Let's go around uh, the room. What well, uh, Davenport? A, comp- a competent person with one of the artifacts? Yeah, I think that would have been bad. Uh, <laughs> Davenport looks down at the philosopher's stone, and his eyes seem to just sort of go Davenport. into a daze. Davenport, and then he, Put he it looks on up, the tray. He looks up at everybody and goes, "Davenport," uh, oh, and beloved <laughs> Templeton, and he uh, he tosses it into the uh, one of those big lead balls uh, and shuts the uh, the hatch on it, and uh, a couple of guards start to wheel it out of the room, uh, back into the back room, and then a few seconds later, you see it uh, appear. Uh, the director draws a curtain, and you can see the window into the. Uh, Cerebro chamber, 
and the guards lift the ball up into the central pillar of the chamber, and uh, the director t- taps her white oak staff on the ground, and uh, like you've seen three times now, uh, these huge columns of light uh, stab through the the ball. Um, as you do, you can faintly hear the encased screams of Joe Pesci, um, because that's what... Uh, now, what does that sound like, just from a sonic? Oh, yeah, sure. So- um, oh, nuts! <laughs> the uh, pillars uh, pierce the ball, uh, the room goes dark, uh, the guards come and fetch the lead ball, wheel it back into... Uh, wheel it out of the Cerebro chamber. A few seconds later, they appear back into the main hall, and they open up the ball, and it has emptied out. Cool. Uh, so that's for So that's the glove, the belt, the stone, and, and what else? And the, the, the Oculus, the the lens, and the from wardrobe. The is that what is the the Oculus? Is what Jenkins? Uh, uh, Jenkins had. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the one that hey, you rescued from the. So we're train. we're um. That's like halfway, right? More than Over half, halfway. We're more than halfway there. Yeah, that's more than halfway. I um, good for us. This is going yeah. better than I I ever could have expected. You 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 three, <laughs> us too. Yeah. Well, you you six did excellent work tonight. I'm very proud of all of you. Um, she says, uh, Davenport, uh, Davenport, uh, uh, heads into the back room and comes back out, uh, with uh six, uh, small uh burlap bags. Uh, actually, they're not pretty small. The, these bags are actually decent, decent size. They look like something the that a, a burglar might bring out of a bank or something. Because each one contains uh, uh, two thousand gold pieces and Woo! a token for the fantasy gashapon. Well, happy candle nights to us, huh, everybody? <laughs> um, <laughs> freeze frame. Not quite. Oh, damn! You it. said freeze frame. I, mean, I said freeze frame, Griffin. Unfreeze frame. Unpause. Um, she says, uh, you're all free to go, but Merle, Magnus, and Taco, I'd, I'd like to see you in my office before you retire for the evening. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. Yeah. No trouble. Uh, okay. you, you walk back into her office, uh, through a door, uh, d- directly behind, uh, her, her chair in the main hall. Uh, you've, you've been in this office before. It's the, uh, it's, I can't remember the last time you were in here. I don't know if you guys do. You came in here once during one of the lunar interludes. Oh yeah, so we wanted to tell her yeah. about uh, Captain Captain Bane. Yes, that's right. Um, you are so you're back in this office, um, and there are three seats pulled up to her desk. Um, she sits down at the seat behind her desk and uh, inv- invites you to uh, sit with her. And she says, uh, "I'll I'll be quick. I know you've had a long night. What have I done?" Hmm? To lose your trust. Um, I, you, I was, mean? I was listening in, and I heard you parlay with the red robe again after I after I explicitly asked you not to. When did we? You do were that? spying on us. Yeah, this is a legitimate Travis McRae question. When did we do that? <laughs> uh, in the cosmoscope, when the red robe thing appeared before you, and you ah, talked cool. to it. That seems like uh, if so you'll, long if you'll remember, at the end of Pedals of the Metal, you talked with it, and she said, next time you see that thing, just fucking run away. Don't talk uh, to it. Director, everything up to this point has taught us not to trust anybody. We haven't been getting all the information, and I think you would agree that that's true. I if you want us to trust you, we need to know everything you know about the hooded figures. 
I don't know about the hooded figures, but if you want to know whether or not you can trust me, I, uh, I have no reason to. She, uh, she reaches down under her desk and, uh, opens up a drawer. Gun! And she pulls gun! out a gun and just opens you fools up. Um, she pulls out a, uh, a small glass orb, um, uh, and, uh, produces a small wand and she touches the wand to the orb. And, uh, from the top of this orb, these three dimensional images, like these holograms sprout from the top of the ball and they start to cycle through a series of, of shots of what look like destroyed towns of different sizes. Uh oh. And she says, um, this is the settlement of Armos, where a seven-year-old girl found the Philosopher's Stone and turned the city into peppermint candy. Uh, and sure enough, this, this, it looks vaguely Candyland-esque. This this settlement, and she says, uh, seven hundred and fourteen people were killed. And then she taps on the orb again, and a different village appears. And she says, "This is the village of Greenhold, where a warlord used the Oculus to manifest a small black hole, which annihilated the entire town, killing eleven hundred and fifty-two people." And she taps it again, and you just see an ocean. And she says, This used to be the archipelago of Moonshay, which drowned in three minutes under the weight of a storm summoned by the Gaia Sash. 2,512 people. And she taps it again, and you just see a sequence of black glass circles. And she says, uh, Certainly this looks familiar. Certainly you recognize Fandolin and the other seven cities that have been destroyed by the Phoenix Fire Gauntlet. Eight cities destroyed total, 12,000 dead. She says, I, I swear to you, I am trying to stop this from happening. And we, we're over halfway done, but if you give up on, on me now, if you stop trusting me now, we have already lost. I need to know, are you with me or are you against me? Director, here's the truth. What did you have for lunch on December 3rd, 2015? Um, you don't remember, right? No. Well, that's when you told us not to talk to the red robes. So what I'm saying is we, I'm what I'm saying is we forgot, okay? Yeah. It was a very it's, long It's like, not necessarily mistrust. It's just stupidity. Just, like just write us a note, okay? Have you just met us? Yeah, like we just write a note. Uh, We're really stupid. Next time, if you can hear it happen on the stone, just be like, "Hey, dummies, remember?" Hey, and dummies, I'm like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." Oh, yeah. she uh, she puts the orb and wand away and kind of laughs to herself and says, uh, "I'm I'm sorry. I just we're getting so close. We really are, and I just I don't." I mean, we're getting close to finishing our goal. And I guess we're also getting, you know, closer as people. It's just... I, high five. Okay. She high fives you. Yeah. I just... I guess I have my own trust issues as well. If 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 you say it was a mistake, I I believe you. Just please, it's... But in the future, the, director, don't you want us to get as much information out of the Red Hoods as we can? You have to trust us, too. You're right. You're right. I'm. I apologize. I got over dramatic there for a second. If if, Listen, if we forgive you, <laughs> how are you listening to all this shit? 
You have invaded our privacy. We have stones. <laughs> she takes a uh, she takes her stone of far speech out of her pocket. And she's like, "Look, there's a little switch right here. You can just sort of flip it." And oh shit! Oh, oh shit! Oh, Did you? Oh, oh, get right out of town. I'm sorry. I'm, now, I'm, now who has trust issues? Yeah. I'm sorry for getting so. I've just been putting my hand over it like a dummy. I'm. I'm, I'm so- this is. This is going to take a couple of thousand pieces of gold for me to get over this. Oh, I'm. I'm unfortunately my per diem is is empty. I. I, I don't believe you. Listen, I. This is a. This is a work in progress. This. This. This thing we've we're, we're working on here. I'm sorry to raise a stink on candle nights of all nights. You, you're free this, to go. Okay. This is, as you say, a work in progress, and this is a twerk in progress. And then I start twerking. <laughs> Ooh, you like that? Free you like it? <laughs> but I'm still twerking. Yeah. Like at the end of police squad, I'm just <laughs> twerking. <laughs> so everyone else freezes. Post credits epilogue to the Uh-oh. Crystal Kingdom. Okay, should okay. we listen or? Yeah, sure. Heads up? Okay. Uh, you've returned to your uh, upgraded bedroom suite um, and uh, started to uh, unpack your uh, adventure kits. Um, you're also cleaning up after the candle lights party. Your bedroom is still kind of decorated with candle lights regalia there's gift wrapping sort of strewn across the room um and some some drinks and refreshments are left out people left this party in a hurry uh to to kick off this mission um through the glass window below you can see the dim lights of the miller's lab shine through a a thick blanket of uh of snow um and as you're unpacking and getting ready for bed, Taco, you hear a voice coming out of your bag. As you wrestle around, you find the source of it, and it's the fuse that Lucas recovered from his mother's conduit and, and handed to you all. Um, and it's Are we all together, They're, Griffin? Or is yeah, you're all, you're, all, you're all together. Um, and it's, We're eating shawarma. And it's you're having some candlelight shawarma. Uh, it's cold, but it's still good. Um, and this, this, this lantern is unlit. There's, there's no spirit inside of it. It's, it's vacant. Um, but you can feel some machinery inside of it faintly whirring and you hear a voice inside of it. And the voice sounds kind of like Maureen's voice, but like totally lifeless and for lack of a better term, inanimate. Um, and you hear this voice deliver what sounds like kind of a grim prophecy. And this lantern says, I saw all of existence all at once. I saw a dark storm, a living hunger eating it from within. But I saw a brilliant light heralded by seven birds flying tirelessly from the storm. I saw seven birds, the twins, the lover, the protector, the lonely journal keeper, the peacemaker, and the wordless one. And then it repeats that list again. The twins, the lover, the protector, the lonely journal keeper, the peacemaker, and the wordless one. 
And it actually repeats it several more times before the machinery inside of it uh, dies down and it is silenced. That's the worst Candle Knight's Carol I've ever heard. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. New to Maximum Fun, the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. The number one podcast for those involved or just interested in the production of beef animals and dairy herds. All sponsored by Grazex, the latest grass replacement pellet from Mitchell's. If it's not Mitchell's, get back in the truck. Find us at MaximumFun.org or on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from. And if it's not clear, this is a comedy podcast. Beef out. Mm-hmm.